0: Welcome to the Watching World Podcast, a podcast of abundant life whose mission is to see lives changed by Jesus and whose vision is to be living proof of a loving God to a watching world. I'm your host, Les Norman, and there is coming up in August, August 19th through the 21st, it's Revival Weekend here at Abundant Life. And that is exciting. Can you say Revival Weekend, Kyle, mm-hmm. without getting pumped up? And Oh, it's going to be the best weekend. I even think we call
1: it like our family reunion where everyone across the world's coming in yeah. to actually ask God to do revival yeah. in their cities and our city and across the world. It's going to be really
0: incredible. Where God is moving, it is an exciting, exciting time. Um, it is amazing. Anyway... Um, you can you can sign up for this. It's livingproof.co slash revival to register for the weekend. It's celebrating the freedom we have in Christ as a community. And it strengthens us so that we can walk in victory. There there will be hosts for out-of-towners, gifts, just special things. It's just going to be really, really fun stuff for kids, worship messages, baptisms, mm-hmm. family fun, revival time. A great time to get together for a whole weekend, mm-hmm. not just a Sunday for a service, which is awesome. Yep. we love for you to be here for that. But the whole weekend is about revival and fellowship and and all kinds of incredible stuff. So again, that's August 19th through the 21st uh, weekend, livingproof.co slash revival to register. And uh, my buddy, it's been a while since you got here. I get to see you passing along the halls here at Abundant Life every now and then. I just
1: miss you a lot, man. I'm glad we can do this.
0: No doubt. Well, our Abundant Life online pastor is here. Kyle Worsham is joining us. And we're going to talk today about a topic leading into... Uh, it's one of a few different topics that we're going to lead into Revival Weekend. But, but Kyle is with me today, and, and we're going to talk about spiritual dryness. Mm-hmm. Uh, lately, it seems, I have come across some people. My wife and I have been talking about this because we're kind of blessed to be on the other side of that a little bit. Mm-hmm. But in spiritual dryness, I've I've come across... Uh, a, a few friends, a few people that I just feel like I'm not hearing from the Lord, mm-hmm. or um, I'm just, I'm really struggling in my prayer time, or haven't been to church in a while, mm-hmm. just just different things. I mean, everybody is different, but I, it, it seems like there's a pattern. And during those seasons of spiritual dryness, one of the things I try to tell people is this is a big time for Satan to up the attack. Oh, yeah. He really wants to hammer you. So, I'm not going to go any deeper than that. I want you to dive into this yeah, for us. Yeah. And, and yeah, you've, you've been so gracious and you've you've taken notes and studied and got ready for this. So let's just start with this, Kyle. What is spiritual dryness?
1: Yeah, I look around all over the scriptures and I think spiritual dryness is actually a really normal thing. As I've kind of studied and asked around or even researched this topic. And, and to be really honest with you, Les, um, spiritual dryness is really normal for me. Yeah. And, uh, and it's, it's never the most fun thing to go through. It's, it feels like every single prayer is hitting the roof. Uh, but if I even gets that far, right? I know it's like this, there's nothing out there besides a roof and even maybe just what I'm saying to myself. Uh, but I, I see in scriptures, like Jesus even talks about like the seeds and how all of his analogies are based around this dry land where there's not water, the seed's not getting nu- nutrition, and it actually can lead to doubts and fears and all these things. But really what I would say is spiritual dryness is a needing of spiritual refreshment in us and around us. Uh, there is a deep need for God to to make an answered prayer or actually come and encourage us and, and, and really feel like... Um, We have God with us, like he's moving and that brings life to us almost like a seed would if it got water.
0: Absolutely. Throughout scripture, we see God speaking to us about spiritual dryness. Now, I don't know that the phrase is in there, spiritual dryness. I don't remember seeing that. Yep. But we've been given common sense. Mm -hmm. We've been given hearts and minds to seek Him. Mm -hmm. I mean, we are all without excuse when you look at nature and you see Him working. And you have a verse down here in Psalms 2. I've got a bunch, but I want you to go because I think it's important for us to understand that this isn't just something when spiritual dryness comes that, okay, God's just sitting there waiting for us. Okay, now, you know, what are you going to do about it? God is always speaking to us. He's always calling to us. And you had mentioned when you just said this about spiritual dryness is a normal thing. I also look at it as a huge invitation Mm -hmm. because when a human being goes through that spiritual dryness, God is saying, come here, come on. I got you. Let me fill you up. I am the living water. I'm the one that's going to take you through this. And so that's where our focus is. So um, you have uh, Psalm 85, 6 there. Yeah,
1: I just love this because the writer of this psalm just says, will you not revive us again? that your people may rejoice in you. Like that is the the prayer of every single person. Like I want to rejoice you. I want to be a joyful person. Like you say, your spirit gives joy. What are you doing? Like, will you not revive us again as your people? Mm -hmm. And I think that is the ultimate prayer of people who are in spiritual dryness. Like I'm just, I'm tired. I'm weary. I don't have joy. I don't feel like you're moving. Will you not revive me again? Yeah. So that I may rejoice in you. Right, There's scriptures on top of scriptures about people experiencing this. Right. But I think that is what everyone's saying across the scriptures. But you have more to to say. No, no,
0: that's, that's okay. That's great. One of the things I see, though, okay, I'm going to repeat that verse, Psalm 85, 6. Will you not revive us again, comma, that your people may rejoice Mm -hmm. in you. Mm -hmm. God isn't saying this just like, you need to just do exactly what I say, because Mm -hmm. that's what I command and leaves it there. Everything God says and does is born out of who he is, his character Mm -hmm. and his love for Mm -hmm. us. And so will you not revive us again, that your people may rejoice in you. Revival is going to bring not just obedience and walking with the Lord. It's going to bring joy, that rejoicing that I am just, everything's good. The bees can come in the, in the house <laughs> and it can take me two months to get the chlorine to work in my pool or, or you know, just simple mundane stuff that He's we think. talking
1: about real stories yeah, in our
0: life where uh, I had bees in my house and, and this chlorine. And I'm still fighting my pool. It's, and, and again, that's something so mundane and that's uh-huh, nothing. Uh-huh. But to, even to people that maybe have suffered trauma uh-huh. or um, loss, struggling in something, um, lost their job, anything along those lines. But God promises, if you allow me to fill you, Mm -hmm. then I will not only fill you, but you're going to rejoice in it. Mm -hmm. It's that that vision of mine where standing before the Lord one day, I'm a talker Mm -hmm. because I'm on the radio Mm -hmm. and on podcast. I don't see myself being able to even speak Uh in the presence of the Lord. And so, that's what the spiritual dryness on the other side yeah. comes to me for. So what are some things that lead to?
1: Yeah, I, sp- I think it's so normal yeah. to be led into spiritual dryness. Like mm-hmm. it, it would look like. to put put it in perspective. I think it would look like a lot of duty over delight. What I mean by that is like in time with God, it's like you're just getting in the word and being like, oh, I'm just going to do it. And they say if I check, if, if I check. Yeah, it's a check mark. It's yeah. not it's not a I can't wait to spend time with my friend. I yeah. can't wait to talk to my father that that wants to hug me, that wants to fill my cup, like David says in Psalm 23, like my cup overflows. Yeah. Like I even look at the, um, the the fruit of the spirit, where it's love, joy, peace, patience. They those come from re- revival inside of us. Right. It would look like religion over relationship. Like I even think with people around us, like mm-hmm. a duty over life is kind of more personal. A religion over relationship is like where you just kind of go to the things you do, the things you might serve, but it's really not like being in a relationship with people or even with yeah. the Lord, it's all about this religion duties, the,
0: yeah, and absolutely.
1: Then, uh, running, not resting. I, this is a whole nother podcast, <laughs> but I think we have um forgot how to rest in the Lord, yeah. And we try to take control of everything. Like I think of most of our, or personally, my spiritual dryness is when I go, I want that thing. And it seems like you're not answering with it yes. You've been talking to my wife, buddy. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and, and joyless over joyful. Yeah. We live in the most anxious society. Uh, you can yes. look at statistics. There's sadness, depression is real. Uh, they skyrocket around COVID. Now we're gladly, we're kind of moving a little bit past that. We're not, it's not, it's a new normal. It's right. created, But we are joyless, not joyful as we walk all today. And then I really just think we're just anxious. Mm-hmm. We're, and Retta, rather be, than being amazed by God moving in our life and seeing how he's already done and remembering what he's done, we kind of look forward and go, Oh that's a that's a big storm in front of me. God mm-hmm. couldn't do that. And so it's anxiety over being amazed on what God's done. So we Anxious forward, rather than looking back and remembering that he's done a lot in
0: our lives. Yeah, that's so good. We're talking about spiritual dryness. Kyle Worsham is our guest. He's the Abundant Life Online Pastor. And in in my house, I'll I'll peel back the screen with full permission from my bride. By the way, <laughs> somebody <laughs> might say, "Wait a minute, does she know?" Yeah, that she knows. <laughs> so there are times when we'll talk, and I'll notice that her countenance is different. It's not that she has pulled back, but I can see on her face that uh, something's wrong. She's stressed about something. Something is going on. And 99 out of 100 times, I'll think, well, what's the matter with you? I'll come at her gently, of mm-hmm. course, but what's on your mind? I can see it written all over your face. And b- about 98 out of those 99 times, it's not because she's going through the spiritual dryness. It's because I mm-hmm. am. That's so good. I'm, I'm the spiritual leader of the home. And she'll say, you know, sometimes you wake up, you've got that, you can tell you're thinking about something. There's not joy on your face. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, maybe I'll have my quiet time pushed back to 10 or something because I can't get something off my mm-hmm. mind or I want to do something and don't put the Lord first. And that pattern that I create and not by prioritizing mm-hmm. that time with Jesus, the duty over delight from mm-hmm. doing it that way it affects my marriage. It affects my children. It affects my friendships. Mm -hmm. It'll affect this podcast. If I don't have time with the Lord and I'm not joyful, and look, people can hear it. There's that discernment about Mm -hmm. it. We are drawn to each other in relationship. Mm -hmm. It's why we are called to this faith. It's a loving relationship with the Lord and each other. And you'd mentioned earlier, you know, David talked about just that I think of the volcano coming up mm. right before it bursts of just this incredible joy and mm-hmm. peace. But oftentimes during that season of spiritual dryness, we feel like there, there's not a whole lot of lava in our gut. Oh. There's not a lot of stuff getting ready to burst forward.
1: Well, And I think it's, again, I can't say this enough. It's really normal. Yeah, and it, it is.
0: And all of us are going to go
1: through it in season and stuff. The goal is to stay near, like, let your roots sink into the beauty of God's yeah. overwhelming living water. But, I mean, even recently, I found myself thinking about this podcast. And the the very day I was processing it in the morning, uh, I went to pray for my wife. And I went, uh I don't really want to. Hmm. I even saw myself just being really honest. Yeah. Even as a pastor, that's something a little off. Like that is a, that is a, a real clear indicator that I might be on the verge. Big warning sign. Of spiritual dryness. Yeah, so that makes sense? So I loved like looking at this and going, oh my gosh, it's, it's already rooted in me. Like the, the religion over relationship, the duty over delight. I'm not going to pray for the Lord over my wife out of like, God, you're going to move. You're, you're here with us. Mm-hmm. But it was like, I'll just do this to get back to the things I want to do today. Right.
0: Absolutely. And it's important for us to understand, like you said, Kyle, it is normal. We go through this. Mm -hmm. So there's no judgment or anything Mm -hmm. that you're listening out there and you're going through a dry time for whatever Mm -hmm. reason. That's a good thing that you recognize it. And, And that list, you know, duty over delight, religion over relationship, running, not resting, joyless, not joyful, anxious, not amazed. But it points us to our amazing God. Mm, it points us to the Holy Spirit. I shared this quote with you before beforehand, and I'm going to do oh, it yeah. again. This is uh, somebody asked D.L. Moody, why do you place so much emphasis on being filled with the Holy Spirit? Mm. And when I read that first part of it before I saw his answer, I'm thinking, okay, it's D.L. Moody. There was, There's going to be some... Yeah religious deep philosophical biblical all of it uh-huh. in in his answer and he simply said why because I leak. Oh,
1: so good. Because
0: yeah, we we are always leaking and so there's always that invitation oh, for the Lord to come to him mm-hmm. and he's going to bring revival. Mm-hmm.
1: And I I just love that analogy cuz we always talk about like overflowing with the Lord. Mm-hmm. But we have a leaky cup, which means we got to run back to the water, to just fill us Keep back up.
0: A constant flow of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's good. Um, I talk to my boys quite a bit. My two sons are uh, almost 21 and 17. And, and we talk about, I talk to them about the, it's a constant fill up. You know, it's not like you go to the refrigerator, you're hungry and gosh, two boys at six mm-hmm. feet tall trying to feed those two. Goodness gracious. <laughs> so just when I think they're done, it's meal number two. But it's that constant filling. You know, if you want to gain weight, if you're people that want to gain weight, you eat. Mm-hmm. Well, it he, he's our living water yeah. and we need to be thirsting for him. And mm-hmm. so it's important to understand we all go through spiritual dryness, but it's an invitation. It's not a beatdown. Yep. It's turning to the Lord and letting him fill us. And then the rest is there. I mean, look, I'm not the best CEO of my life. Mm-hmm. I know that. Mm-hmm. I think you would probably agree with that. Yeah, it's I mean, 100%. 100%. <laughs> But we know who is yeah. and we try and try to do things ourselves and eventually, either right away or eventually, it just doesn't work.
1: I 100% agree. It's yeah. it's amazing how we just really want to take control of our lives and it just never leads to those wins. It yeah. actually probably leads to those anxiety moments.
0: And we'll call those losses. Yeah. If there's wins. There's got to be losses. Yes. Yeah. Checks and balances. Okay, so... We're talking about Revival Weekend coming up. That's August 19th through the 21st. You can go to livingproof.co slash revival to register. Um, If you're from out of town, we'd still love to have you. We'll have a host for you, gifts, special things for the kids. We'd love to have you there, worship messages, baptisms, family fun, but it is revival time, Mm -hmm. Revival Family Weekend. So Kyle... What exactly is revival? What does God say or what is revival in our life supposed to look like? Yeah,
1: isn't it a fun word? Like everybody's like, oh, it's revival. But what does it mean?
0: If this room was bigger, I might try to do a (laughs) backflip in association with revival. Now, there's Um, people in here, you might have to carry me to the infirmary, mm -hmm. but hey, we'll give it a shot. I, I agree with you. Revival is an awesome word designed perfectly for what it stirs inside of us. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and revival, if you're not spiritual, I didn't grow up really spiritual, but it really means just a spiritual reawakening is on the horizon in us and around us. In other words, like these are some great little tidbits of it's what it was asleep is awakened or what is stagnant is moving or what is dry is refreshed. What is dead is alive and what is hidden is revealed. So really a, a revival would increase our devotion to God for His children and make known His power through the Holy Spirit coming on us mm-hmm. and around us. And the Holy Spirit knocks on our hearts for both the believer and even for non-believers around us. Like yeah. they'll see something's happening around us. Mm-hmm. And it to a spot of joy over joylessness, peace over anxiety, patience over impatience, faithfulness over faithlessness, self-control over self-indulgent. And when this happens, we have a fresh perspective of our need for Jesus and see ourselves in light of God's graciousness and holiness. It brings, honestly, it brings humility and awe. And like that changes not only us, our church, but even the watching world will see us being living proof because we're so in awe of what he's done. And lives are changed. We are becoming that living
0: proof of a loving God to a watching world. I love that. As As we go back, you know, the five things that you said, the first word is that uh, stagnant is one of the words but mm-hmm. you're just not moving mm-hmm. it's you're you're stuck is mm-hmm. the word that kind of comes to mind mm-hmm. we're in that spiritual dryness but but these words these action i'm getting goosebumps thinking about it mm-hmm. i mean it's awake asleep is awake and stagnant is moving dry is refreshed mm-hmm. think about the hottest day it hadn't rained in a week there's cracks on the ground <laughs> you're in the desert but yet sometimes that can also reflect mm-hmm. during spiritual dryness. That's the condition of our heart yeah. Yeah. and our mind. But dry becomes refreshed. Um, when I was growing up, we 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 played baseball at this little league field in the summer, just a little home run derby stuff. Five or six of us get together. And I remember they had, it was a public place, like a public park in a small town, but they had this water fountain and this water fountain shot out a thick stream of water. Mm-hmm. It was ice cold all the time. And I would just, we'd get so hot, I'd go over there and I'd go last because I would just like drink and drink mm. and drink because it was so refreshing. It renewed you to go play for another hour when you're most ready to go home. And it's kind of a, it's a human analogy. Yep. But when you think about it, it's that time of refreshing. It's not just, okay, well, I eat, so I'm not hungry anymore. Mm-hmm. I'm refreshed. No, you're living. Yeah, This kind of refreshing, what we're talking about is life changing. Yep. It is relationship with the Lord. It is, again, how you deal with your marriage, your family, mm-hmm. ministry, your life, and giving mm-hmm. Him that control. Can you tell I get a little bit excited about oh, this? Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm over here like jumping for joy in the <laughs> chair. Okay, so let's apply this. We, we talked about spiritual dryness, what it is, that it is okay. We all go through it. Everyone goes through a time of spiritual dryness. It's an invitation for the Lord to... uh to come. Um, there's one scripture before I ask you about the application. Um, you know, I, I, I love this verse because it can be for not just our country. You hear this a lot with our country, especially mm-hmm. with politics, the way they are, news, mm. and um, well, we, we call it news. It's just stuff that goes on to divide us. But this is from 2 uh, Chronicles 7, 14. If my people who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways then i will hear from heaven and mm-hmm. i will forgive their sin and will hear, heal mm-hmm. their land god is active yep he's not just sitting chilling pointing fingers you do this you do this this is a relational loving god that says look i know the state that you're in mm-hmm. i've got you just humble yourself and see what i will do for you mm-hmm. more goosebumps man yeah 100
1: wait it's so it's so true that he's active. I mean, I've heard it said. I, I please forgive me. Forever has said this, in the ages of beyond. But we always think of prayer as like maybe the start, or maybe even like a part of the thing. Uh-huh. But there, it was a, a really great deal. And he said, "No, it is the work of ministry. Mm. Like if we can just believe that our prayers, our our pursuit of Jesus, going God." we're dry, we need your help right here in the land, that the whole work of that ministry is actually just asking him to move. And and that doesn't start in dry seasons, it actually starts in those refreshed seasons where you're, I believe you're the work, you have refreshed me, you're bringing joy. And we need to remember that he's the one that does all the stuff that we're desiring in our land.
0: Absolutely. And you've got like a little bit of a story here as we go through our notes. Um, in Wales, something was going on. Tell mm-hmm. us a little bit about that.
1: Well, yeah, the, the first, if we're going to apply mm-hmm. how to pursue spiritual guidance the first thing is to pray and seek. And so yeah. we must humble ourselves. Like you just read uh, that we would turn to him in humility mm-hmm. and seek him and boast in him and not in ourselves. And, and so most spiritual drivers in the last centuries I, I i don't know one that hasn't started with this but they would always start in prayers like the one in wells it was a group of young people under a guy named evan roberts who came from a seminary to seek god and sensing that he has lost his fire or his dryness was real in his life it was yeah the dryness yeah. was ramping up <laughs> yeah. Fire is kind of a yeah, dry thing right. but roberts uh evan roberts started a a prayer group that grew and it grew and became a nationwide movement, resulting in over a hundred thousand people being converted and joining the church in Wales. Like that's an incredible story, but there's, there's so many of it. like in the Hebrides islands of Scotland, there's two single like elderly ladies in their eighties praying earnestly and right across the island. There was another group of seven young men praying and that led to the Hebrides island of Scotland seeing revival. And then just you might've heard of this one, the Haystack revival, yes. uh, where there's university students right here in the United States and they prayed for the missions and to help give birth to the great missionary we have seen in our past right here in the United States. So there's something about praying and seeking, like you said, second crown, seven 14 of my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from the wickedness. Then I will hear from heaven. Like, He's not like waiting for a... He's like, I'm going to hear you. Like this This is a promise. I will hear from heaven and I'll forgive their sins and heal their land. But also in Isaiah 57, 15, we see, for thus says the high and lofty one, speaking of God, who inhabits eternity, his name is holy. I dwell in the high and holy place with him who has a contrite and humble spirit to revive the spirit of the humble and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. And so it's just this... God's waiting for us to pray and seek. And even personally for us to pray and seek. I want to delight in you again. God, mm-hmm. would you would you revive me? Like Saul says, revive me again so that I can rejoice in you and also in our land. Like yeah. he, we want, there's not a person in this pocket that doesn't want to see God move powerfully in our country, see his Amen. will
0: be done. But we have to first pray and seek is the way. You talked about, I said, you know, I'm not the best CEO of my life. And each time where I've tried to do something on my own, I have a 1,000 batting average of completely jacking (laughs) it up. Yeah, that's not a good when you have that kind of batting average (laughs) in that topic. It's not good. So one of the things I've realized, taken me years and years and years, I've I've been a believer for over 30 years, but there's still that part of me that wants to rest control Mm -hmm. before I even realize I'm trying to do it. Mm -hmm. And so the word humble here, Mm -hmm. let's just sit there for a minute or mm-hmm. two. I want our, our listeners to say, okay, so I, I get the definition, the mm-hmm. dictionary mm-hmm. definition of humble, but in humility, what is God really calling mm-hmm. me to do as he calls me to be humble and have a humble spirit, be contrite and and seek his face? What is that humbleness all about? Because it's hard to yeah. let go.
1: I, I'll just be really honest. I feel like I'm a thousand on not being humble. <laughs> Uh, I, I I don't see that <laughs> <laughs> oh i would I would tell you there is it's amazing how humble i I think of uh Paul's letters to the Philippians where he just talks about Jesus who would lay down his his throne and put on our flesh and and serve us. Even to the point of death on a cross Philippians mm. too. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's not worried about like who gets the benefit or like people praises as long as God's story and His glory is, just shines. Mm-hmm. It, it, that would be a great definition. Now achieving that, I think our our little sinful selves go. What about me? And, mm-hmm. and but to come before God and go, God, hey, hey, let's just go to Jesus. Jesus, yeah, Jesus is a great person to quote. Uh, let's look at Matthew six where he says, "Hey, when you pray, pray like this." His disciples come to him and go, "Hey, uh, how do we pray?" Like, can you imagine just talking to Jesus? And he goes,
0: "No, I actually can't." <laughs> and that would have been awesome. But but yet, yeah, it's, uh, that blows my mind mm-hmm. thinking about it.
1: And so, one of the only questions we see them ask is, "Jesus." How do you, how do we pray? And so I wouldn't call it the Lord's prayer; I will call it the disciples' prayer because that's what He's going to teach them. Right? And He says this: He goes, "Pray like this: Our Father in heaven, hallowed be Your name." Now, if you don't if you weren't grown up in the church, hallowed just means honored, holy. Yeah, be Your name like it's set apart, the it's utmost different. respect and set yeah. apart. Yes. And so when you come to to the Father, like here's here's a little nerdiness that would have been audacious for Jesus to say, "Our Father," because God was unapproachable right. to the religious people. So people have been like, dang, you know, yeah. like they're freaked out. Yeah. Like, what are you saying? Well, you can come to him like a father. He wants, he wants to draw near, he wants to pick you up. He wants to encourage, he wants to, to deal with that dryness. He wants to bring you joy back into your life. And when you come to him, the first thing you should do is to go, can I just tell you about how awesome you are? Mm-hmm. In other words, come to him humbly and go, I'm not all knowing. You're amazing. You're kind. You're precious. You're real. You're here. And though I don't see you, though I don't believe that you know everything, that I could control this, though you're, I feel like my prayers are hidden in the ceiling, you say, you're my dad hmm. and you're not far off. And then the second thing he says is, hallowed be your name. And then he goes,
0: your kingdom come. And your will be done on earth and heaven, not mine. Jesus even <laughs> said that right before he went to the cross. Uh-huh. If this cup could pass from me, mm-hmm. but not my will be done, but your mm-hmm. will be done.
1: And that's the that to me is the sign of humility, mm-hmm. even in our prayers. Like, not God, I really need you, but it's like God, you're here, and would you do whatever you want to do in my life? Right. That is the essence of humility. Like, yeah, you do what you want to do because I, I. Trust you to be who you are, yeah. And I'm I love gonna, that. I'm gonna trust me to to sit in your hands and w-
0: walk with you. So good. So that when we talk about the application, moving to revival or allowing God to to revive us, revive our hearts, our minds, our lives. Pray and seek. Then there's ask and speak. Mm-hmm. So it's about we can't, you know, in relationship. We've gotten to talk a few times mm-hmm. since our second podcast together. But if we're gonna really know each other and and all the different things of life. We have to spend time together. Mm -hmm. You have to be consistent, and spend Mm -hmm. time together. And you can have read the Bible front to back. Mm -hmm. I know Pastor Phil said, you can read it or you can study it. Mm -hmm. We're called to do both Mm -hmm. and and really get to know him, but it's to understand who God is. Mm -hmm. It's to understand his character. So there was pray and seek, but now ask and speak, digging into God's word, um, yeah, I'll just let you take it from there. Yeah, well, we must speak God's word. I love what Pastor Chad's doing with Pastor Phil today, and
1: all these these unique people as they're walking through the prayer. Uh, where Chad did an incredible job a couple Sunday goes last Sunday, uh, where he just said, "We're going to be a people of prayer," and so we have to actually speak God's word and and ask Him to accomplish His will, just like we were just talking about right. with what Jesus says. And so I love what. Um, Chad's wife has done Chelsea. Uh, where she goes, I just pray the scriptures because here's the thing: His word sheds light on what is dark or, or what we can't mm. understand. He gives understanding. It's simple, like Psalm one nineteen one thirty, which is the longest chapter. It's all about yes. God's word. And in one thirty, it says this: The entrance of your words gives light. Like. What was dark? When you're in that dark place, that dry place, like that's where the refreshing comes. That's where the light comes. It gives understanding to the simple and Just being honest, I might be the simple of us, but that's really helpful to know. God's going to give me wisdom or understanding to even somebody like me who is simple-minded and doesn't understand what's going on. And then when we ask, not just for his words to shed light, when we ask according to your will, he hears us. And so, um uh 1 John 5, 14 and 15 says, now this is the confidence we have him, that we ask anything according to his will, he'll hear us. Your will be done on earth. So we need to go and ask him, but also speak, God, I want to speak your will into existence. Like I'm going to say what your scripture says. Like it's not just in Jesus name, I pray, amen. Mm -hmm. It's going, no, no, in your name, may it be done because it's your will. And so not only do we need to pray and see, but we need when we pray, we need to ask through his word, just like Chelsea and Chad have been to- showing us, but specifically ask and speak his word into the reality of our dryness. Like, you're gonna come, you're gonna give me the words to say, you're gonna give me that refreshing because you you say you want to. Like, yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna pray that back and say, God, you already said it. So do what you said you're gonna do. Do your will in my life and around me. And so it's just incredible, like how God's word can bring refreshment. God's
0: Bible can lead us. To that. Yeah, and God wants us to pray his word. Mm-hmm. It's not like, well, you said it, so I'm challenging you, let's let's get after it. He's yes, pray my word mm-hmm. because I am faithful. If you'll, you know, humble yourself, mm-hmm. turn from your wicked ways, uh, pray according to my will. And so finally, as we close this up, Kyle, and thank you so much again for being yeah, here, man. Thanks you are such me. a gentle spirit. I love just sitting and there's got to be a coffee and a lunch or something <laughs> for us <laughs> in on, the near man. future, man. Let's go. Um, and I know about you ministry guys. It's amazing. At this church, you ministry guys, you just, you like to pay every time. I'm buying your <laughs> lunch, man. I'm just making that. I'm, and I'm part of the ministry too. But uh-huh. yes. So. One of the things that, you know, being a a former athlete or being in media and being kind of out front, when that's over, there's that lone a lonely time. There's the alone time. And I know 25 years ago, that was a struggle for me. Mm-hmm. Being a believer and then being in the spotlight. And then when the spotlights shut off and you're in the dark, so to speak, then what? Yeah. It it's just that weird part. And Psalm 119105 says, your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. Mm-hmm. And I see that as when I'm walking with the Lord, the spotlight, number one, doesn't need to be on me. Mm-hmm. It needs to be on him, to mm-hmm. him be the glory. But then I get this vision of those stones in the garden. They're mm-hmm. round stones, but it's dark everywhere. Mm-hmm. And the Lord shines the light on the next step only. Mm-hmm. And then you go forward and then you wait. Mm-hmm. And then you go forward and then you wait. But even through that, I've been able to get to those times more and more as I've gotten older mm-hmm. and, and God has revealed this to me. I have this desire, this incredible need to be with people, yeah. be in community. Mm-hmm. Life wasn't meant to be done alone. Mm-hmm. I know there's there's people out there that will say, well, I'm just not a people person. Mm-hmm. And my, what I want to say is, have you read God's word? I mean, <laughs> we're not meant to do this alone. And I know there's people that are alone out yeah. there. And, and I want to encourage you. Uh, livingproof.co, get a hold of the church, find a group, uh, find a community. There's a ton of ministries Mm -hmm. here. If you're uh, a a kid upwards or Mm -hmm. earlier than 18, there's fusion, there's paradigm Mm -hmm. 18 and over Mm -hmm. there's groups for everybody here. Mm -hmm. You don't have to go about it alone, but I know it's important, but I want to hear from you in this revival part. Why is community so important? Yeah. Well,
1: let's go back to Matthew six, our
0: father. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Let your kingdom come. Give I glossed over that today, uh, right. conjunction right it, there.
1: Jesus actually tells us, we this isn't a, a my prayer. Mm-hmm. This is a prayer for our community." And, and this is a side note. If you're online, maybe you're in a senior living facility center that you can't leave, sure. and you're looking for community, or maybe you're at home because of whatever is going on in your life, or maybe you're really far away from Kansas City. Mm-hmm. I would love to invite you to go to LivingProof.co/slash-online. Because we have groups for you yeah. where you and your home can actually have community. You Don't do not do life alone. I, I liken it to the cheetah that takes out the gazelle. He always is the one that separates. Mm-hmm. And that, I don't want to promise, but I I bet that that will lead to your spiritual dryness, getting away from you because we need to be joined in community. And one of the best ways for you to do that is not only going to the online, but actually like put in your schedule august 19th through the mm-hmm. 21st come and meet some friends come and join with some friends why and I, I just was looking through the scripture in psalm 42 1 through 4 this is what this is what the, the psalmist says as the deer pants for the water brooks love this verse so my soul so uh, my soul for you, O God, my soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? Because my tears have been my food day and night. It sounds like spiritual dryness is mm-hmm. what I do when I'm in spiritual dryness. While they continue to say to me, where is your God? It sounds like there's no revival in his land, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, "This verse four, when I remember these things, this is what I do. I pour out my soul within me, for I used to go with the... Multitudes. He's talking about a lot of people approaching um, the temple where God was. So mm. he used to go with a bunch of people. I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise, with a multitude that kept a pilgrim's feast. We are actually called to not only do that alone, but he's even saying, I remember when I had the thousands going before the Lord. And so at Revival Weekend, August 19th through the 21st, 2022, right here and least Summit, that's what we're going to do. We're going to come with that thirsty spirit for our land, for ourselves, for our friends, for us. And we're going to join with the multitude same at the house of God with a voice of joy and praise coming almost like a pilgrim's feast yeah. back to the King who can give
0: us that spiritual refreshment we so long for. It's going to be an amazing weekend. Can't yep. wait. And I'll end with this. I know there are, you know, we talked about it about People sometimes not liking to be around other people. Um, I'm not completely convinced that that really is the case. Mm -hmm. I feel like we were created somewhere, no matter how many areas or ways people repress that, Mm -hmm. that say they really like to be alone. It's really important. Even like you said, Kyle, if it's online, that's still important too, Mm because you can meet people and talk to people online as well. So um, it's just important to understand that if you come here on that weekend and you're not, you feel like you're not a people person, you're not going to get swarmed by a circle of 10 mm-hmm. people that aren't going to leave you alone <laughs> and just going to be, okay, we're going to pray for three straight days, nonstop. You just stand there. Uh-huh. That's not what it works. I mean, there's going to be gifts, just cool things for kids. Um, there is worship messages, baptisms, but family fun. Mm-hmm. And maybe you don't have a family, but we encourage you to come mm-hmm. to Abundant Life that weekend just to, if you're if you're in a spiritually dry time, mm-hmm. Let the people that are speaking and the people that want to, and there's that phrase, love on people. People Mm -hmm. shy away from that. Oh, I Mm -hmm. want to love on someone. All that means is is that someone just wants to talk to you, get to know you, but also help you understand because there's a lot of insecurity or people maybe look down on themselves, don't like who they are, Mm -hmm. trauma, whatever it may be in life. Understanding and getting help to understanding who you are in Christ and what the Bible says, Mm -hmm. no matter what you've done, no matter where you're at, God loves you. Mm-hmm. He created you for to do incredible things. Well, I'm not gifted or I can't do this, mm-hmm. and I can't do that. Trust me, mm-hmm. God created you. Mm-hmm. you were not a mistake mm-hmm. that he's scratching his head thinking, I'm not sure what to do with him yeah. or her I, just, I I have no idea what to do. <laughs> he's got i mean it's it's silly to the uh-huh. point that it brings laughter, but God loves you that much yeah. and even more, and I say even more because my vernacular can't say enough good words about who God is yeah.
1: and and if you're going less, you don't understand my situation. If you're sitting there right now right. going, "Ah, God doesn't see me, and he doesn't you don't understand my story. Well, I would love to invite you to go to ephesians two ten and you're going to read right there what God thinks about you, that you are his workmanship. Mm. you are his. Poema, like you are a beautiful, beautiful, crafted person by him, created in Christ Jesus, the God who created everything. You were created in him and through him for good works. Yeah. And it, yeah, that just for me, every time the enemy comes with shame towards me with that spiritual dryness. You're not, you don't love Jesus now. You're dry. You're a pastor. How could you? But God never comes with shame. Never. He always speaks truth and convicts, which is very different from shame.
0: You know, I think about, and I was saying this to a student last night, I think about a mosaic
1: mm-hmm. picture,
0: or a big giant frame. You get up close and you can see all the broken pieces. Mm-hmm. But as you step back, the beauty gets greater mm-hmm. and greater to a point where you stand far back enough just to to kind of see what God has done as mm-hmm. a whole. It is amazing mm-hmm. and beautiful <laughs> and special. And and that's how God yeah. thinks and loves and it, and. It's real mm. about all of us. Yeah. And so want to encourage yeah. those people out there. And God takes our broken pieces and makes masterpieces. Amen. Thank you. That shortened it up exactly what I was trying to say. Yep. Yep. There you go, buddy. Well, Kyle, thank you, man. This has been a blessing, um, both for our listeners and talking about Revival Weekend coming up, um, spiritual dryness, what it's mm-hmm. all about. How do we get out of that? What are our expectations that we don't have to feel condemned or like we've done something wrong Mm. when there's spiritual dryness? It's okay because it's an opportunity to run and leap into the arms of our Abba Father. Amen. Amen. So good. Well, thanks for being here, buddy. Thanks for having me, Les. And seriously, coffee, lunch. Coffee, Look, if you want to do both, I'm up for that too. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm in for that. So it might be a breakfast or lunch, whatever, but that one's on me. Kyle Worsham is our guest and uh, he is the uh, Abundant Life Online Pastor and uh he's now free of bees in the house. No more bees <laughs> in the house. Praise Amen the to that. There's there's honey, but no stings back there. That's really a good thing. So thanks for being here. And to all of you, again, revival weekend is August 19th through the 21st. If you want to sign up to be here, it's livingproof.co slash revival. If you're one of those out of town people that can't get here in person at Abundant Life, then go online, mm-hmm. you know. Kyle will be there to hang out yeah, with you. I'm ready for you. Come on. Yeah, come on. He's ready to go. So um, if you're out of town, we'll host you uh, gifts, a lot of special things, worship messages, baptism, and family fun. Again, livingproof.co slash revival. And if there's other ministries or next steps, or maybe you just need to talk to someone about who God is, what is the salvation mm-hmm. that you're talking about? Wait a minute. You're saying that God loves me. Show me how, show me where just visit livingproof.co and we've got people that'll talk to you. We've got ministries, next steps, all different kinds of things for all different kinds of people because we're all level the mm-hmm. foot of the cross. Amen. Amen. All right. So again, livingproof.co is the place to go. For Kyle, I'm Les. Thank you so much for joining us today on The Watching World Podcast. We'll catch you next time.